0: Okay, should we start? This is so weird. Okay. The, the main shot is so weird because there's like this big gap here. It's okay. Um, okay.
1: Welcome back to the Tuxedo Time podcast.
0: That's not the intro. Welcome back to another episode of Tuxedo, Tuxedo Time, time where, where we're Tuxedo's, tuxedos and it's time.
1: Podcast, podcast edition. edition. Cabin. Gills cabin mountain edition. Mountain
0: edition. I have a proposal. Yes. I think that the t- that title, the intro should change to... Because right now we say where we wear tuxedos and it is time. But I think we should change it to where we wear tuxedos and it's a time. Like we're having a time. We're having a laugh. I don't know, I don't know if I agree with that. Time. Because I
1: think it's, it's, it's supposed to be the awkward like...
0: And it, it is time. It's
1: like tuxedo time. It's like we wear tuxedo. That's why we have tuxedo in there. And then time is like... And it is time.
0: <laughs> I guess. But I feel like if we say and it's a time. It's like we're having a time. Like that's... Uh,
1: I guess whatever you want to do. Well,
0: you guys let us know in the comments. Should <laughs> it say... And it is time, or, and it's a time, like you're here having a time with us. Do you know what having a time means?
1: That's a Newfoundland thing.
0: Okay, having a time means you're having a wicked time. Like you're having a laugh. Define it.
1: You did it perfectly.
0: We're having a time. We're having a good time.
1: Speaking of this, where are we having this time?
0: Okay, so this time... With this special edition of, we should, you should be sitting here. The heater's blasting me.
1: All right. Um, but the, light, the light is more flattering on your face. Yeah, your mic
0: is hidden my mic's hidden. Um, we're in the Catskills at an Airbnb by a company called, this isn't sponsored, but a company called Den owns this property and they make um, really modern cabins. And if you guys can tell, a lot of the furniture, even just in this little teeny tiny shot is 100% our style. Pendleton blanket, beautiful, comfy neutral couch, plywood walls. Really into it. So you, you've
1: been vibing off all of this for all the entire it. trip.
0: It's tickling my fancy. <laughs> so we're kind of hanging out here. We thought it we kind of do like a socially distant kind of getaway. It's funny because this episode is going up before next week's episode where we talk about getting vaccinated and kind of how we're gonna be easing in travel. So but we wanted to put this episode up first because we wanted to address the comments and the feedback we got from you guys, which was amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to to comment and tell us what you like about this podcast. But also, for those of you who like listen, who actually came to YouTube just to interact, we really appreciate your time in, in doing that. So thank you. And we'll talk a bit more about that after. So this episode is going up before the next one. You'll see the next one. I still have a burnt hand. We recorded that on the same night as the other <laughs> one. But
1: and this Trip will be on multiple YouTube videos.
0: Yes, coming up in the up.
1: near future. So, on
0: our main channel. Yeah.
1: So, consider this like a little Spoiler. preview into the future.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We thought that, well, A, there's no like this is completely off grid, there's no internet or anything. So, we thought that um, we could potentially record a podcast and just use these little wireless Go mics. So, Quality might be a little bit different, but
1: I feel so spoiled now though, because we have that the Roadcaster podcast setup that we've been using for the last, I don't know, however many episodes. Mm-hmm. But like the mics are really nice, everything just works. You just set the levels once and forget it. Mm-hmm. And it's just always set up. But now I feel like we're going back to recording via external mics. This isn't as ghetto as it was when we were doing it because we were using like video shotgun mics just like <laughs> as actual yeah. microphones. Right. But right now we're using the the video, what is it? Micro
0: it's the Rode Wireless Go 2s.
1: Wireless Go 2s, yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're uh, it's a little bit more high-tech than the hardwired mics that we were using before going into the Zoom mm-hmm. and then having to sync everything up in post. But at least now we're mobile. We can have them go directly into the camera so you don't have to do like a sync step in yeah, post. Yeah, for sure. There's no.
0: <laughs> no, exactly. And we're just using one camera today. So a little bit different, but you know what? This is a little trial. We thought it'd be fun to try it. And mm-hmm. Do it. So going back to the feedback that you gave us uh, in the comments on the last podcast episode they were super helpful. You guys are awesome and so supportive of this podcast and a lot of people just kind of wanted to hear us talk about whatever and you know some people wanted to hear photo video stuff but other people just kind of wanted to hear stories and hear us talk about stuff and they liked that they were kind of felt like they were getting to know us through the podcast but I think the stories is seem to be the um,
1: I feel like we've told all of our stories.
0: Oh, well, we have a story to tell about this
1: trip. I feel like we have no stories left. We
0: have a story. We have two stories from this trip. Spoiler alert. We almost smoked this cabin out a few minutes ago, (laughs) but we'll talk about that in another podcast because this trip isn't finished yet. And so there could be more More stories.
1: stories?
0: (laughs) We could have told yesterday's story, but then we would have missed this story of the smoking of the thing. Okay. Okay. So we'll talk about that. We're going to save all that
1: for after the actual videos come out.
0: Yeah. In a couple of weeks. Um so after reading all your feedback we have decided to add a new segment we're calling open mic. So what that is basically going to be is we're going to encourage you guys to send us an audio message through the Anchor app. You don't need to like it's not sponsored, you don't need to sign up. But I think you could just send us a message. Keep it super short like 10 seconds, tell us something funny, tell us a quick story or just share some thoughts and uh we will periodically play them in a segment on the, like
1: podcast you need to have uh, a new jingle I know and programmed to... into the roadcaster yeah
0: <laughs> so open mic so yeah send us your audio messages on the anchor app
1: is there a link that we're gonna put in the
0: we'll put a link in the show notes and in the episode description if you're following on YouTube
1: yeah um I was just thinking we could just tell the story of this place today because like realistically a sub- only a subset of our audience listens to this podcast. That's true. And then anybody who's dedicated enough to listen to this podcast is probably going to still watch the video, right?
0: Yeah, and they're not really going to get the full story probably through the video because we didn't really film it. So we could talk about that today. Okay. What do you want to do since, that instead? Since we're here. Bait and switch, man. We're switching up the topic. Bait and
1: switch. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. Okay,
0: so, so let's start from the beginning. So we decided to rent this cabin a couple of weeks ago we saw it advertised on the den instagram account and this cabin and the a-frame there's two cabins it's this main cabin and there's an a-frame just down the path um they're in the similar style of the cabin that we want to build spoiler alert secret for those of you listening to the podcast chris and i actually bought a piece of land for a cabin project we haven't talked about it anywhere yet so only you guys know so shh Don't tell anybody. So we came here almost as like R and D. Like we wanted to to stay in both cabins to get a feel for how things were finished, what the layout was like, especially the A-frame because we want to build a small A-frame first. So we did that. It's Um,
1: helpful to like, yeah, we can plan out and build something, but unless you're in a space, it's such a different experience being in a space mm -hmm. and actually seeing okay, this square footage translates into this usability And, okay, this layout translates into this usability. Yeah. And seeing what you would change and what you would keep, Mm -hmm. I think it's very useful. Rather than just building something and hoping, which is a lot of times that's what we do. Yeah. Like, we'll plan rooms out at home, and we're just like, okay, I hope it works.
0: And just do it. And
1: just do it. Yeah. Yeah, I hope this layout works. Yeah. And for the most time, it does. But I feel like if you have the ability to, like, try something out Mm -hmm. you know okay there definitely needs to be these changes or this is perfect
0: right and that's the thing about like the a-frame cabin because i'd never really stayed in one of those before yeah so i wasn't sure like how tight it was if the ceiling was really low and because of the pandemic we haven't been traveling the last year so we haven't been getting to experience new and different places and a lot of times like throughout the years like we try to stay in cool hotels or airbnbs or when we go to cities we'll go into like showrooms and stuff to get ideas to see and touch and feel like
1: places that are inspiring that
0: are inspiring, exactly to kind of get inspired for a project. So we've been kind of deprived of that the last year. So this was a great way for us to kind of dip our toes and travel because we didn't have to really see a lot of people. And the people who we did see on this trip, thankfully, were vaccinated, and so are we. So it made it kind kind of a little bit easier. So um, why don't you take it away? So we.
1: Yeah. So you, um, I think you were really needing a vacation.
0: Yeah, I just needed to get out of the house, yeah, like away from the house. Been working, there for...
1: working from home. You're literally in the house all day. Yes. All night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All day. All night. Repeat for however many days.
0: Four hundred and fifty-four days. Yeah,
1: basically, with the exception of like going to the grocery store or like getting yeah. takeout, yeah. Or you know, but or going for a walk. Or going for a walk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think you are going more stir crazy. For me, my routine has been pretty much the same. Yeah. I've been lucky enough to be working in a job that just continues rain or shine right pandemic or not so i you know while we changed some things at work we still had to kind of keep going and the and it ramped down and ramped back up with the pandemic but for all intents and purposes i still maintain the same social interactions just with masks on at work you know right yeah so for me it didn't seem like a lot a lot different but i guess for you we haven't been you know minus the vacations that we would usually that we used to take mm-hmm. but outside of that you know everything was the same for me but i think that also getting out of the house and renting something, a place like this. Yeah. Um, that really kind of tickles your design side mm-hmm. of your brain. Yeah. That was, that was what we were, we were trying to get out of this.
0: Well, we wanted to fill <laughs> up all of our cups because we wanted to fill up like the design side of the cup where we got to stay in a place like this, but we also got to fill up the helicopter side because we got to fly
1: here. Yes, And that's kind of, we've been sort of, Becky and I have... As, as much as we are the same person, we've kind of grown... We talked about the festoons.
0: We've, <laughs> yeah, the we've festoons. grown into
1: the same festoon of a person. Yeah. Um, we have different interests, and for me, I love flying. She could leave, take it or leave it.
0: I like flying now, like when it's pleasant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like flying when I like it, but I hate it when I hate it. Well,
0: when it's bumpy, <laughs> it's not that fun.
1: Yeah. And then for her... Her equivalent of of my love for flying is like love for interior design and spaces. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to... We've kind of found... that Those are kind of like two of our main pillars in our YouTube channel. So we've been able to kind of combine those with travel to destinations but use the helicopter. So it's kind of like both of us are getting our our fix out of it, right? Yeah.
0: It's kind of like the best case scenario having a joint YouTube channel when you have slightly different interests. I mean, like I like flying when it's pleasant and you like interior design, but like When it's pleasant?
1: <laughs> when it's pleasant, but yeah,
0: exactly. So it's nice to be able to combine them especially into like a video. So we have a, we do have a couple of videos coming. So we rented this place and we were hoping that we were going to be able to land here, but after Well,
1: that was that was the whole like when you when we found, I think you found the listing, right? I did, yeah. Cuz it was featured on Dwell.
0: So you Dwell and then I, I was following them on Instagram and then they were like, hey, we're putting this on Airbnb so you can rent it. And I was like, done. Let's go.
1: Yeah. So you went on Airbnb and then I was looking at the listing and I'm like, oh, these, and then the way it's set up is there's a, a larger main cabin kind of tucked away within the, within the trees. Which is what we're trees, in now. Which is what we're in now. And then they've got a more open area, I guess, like parking and probably what they use for construction area. Yeah. And then they've got a little A-frame on the, sort of on the edge of that cleared space. mm mm-hmm. So I was looking at it, and I was like, it looks based on, like, the images. that we, You could only kind of see from inside the A-frame looking out. I was like, but I'm pretty sure you could land a helicopter there based on just those limited images. So we messaged the uh, the owners on Airbnb and said, hey, odd request, but can we land a helicopter here? Or we'd love to kind of rent your cabins for the weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, oh, like, wh- we've never had that request before. Like, what does that entail? So we kind of went back and forth a little bit. And uh, we ended up – they ended up kind of saying, well – sounds really cool and we we actually love that'd be cool like cool like photo op kind of thing it would make great images etc but um we want to make sure that like from a liability standpoint you know this is our like business this is our like bread and butter so we don't want to like do anything that could jeopardize that so if you could have if you could get a indemnification agreement drafted up that's executable which i guess just means like legally signable by both parties or whatever mm-hmm. um then yeah we'd be down so i said okay this sounds like something that my lawyer will have to do. So I went to my lawyer and said, "Hey, this is what we're doing. They want they want a, a contract basically indemnifying them of any liability and releasing them from any liability basically." And he said, "Yeah, not a problem. I can do it." And uh so I had that drafted up. It cost almost as much as the Airbnb to get drafted up. <laughs> yeah. And then I sent it to them and uh didn't hear back for a while. And that was in the week before we were supposed to travel, and we get a, I get a message from one of the owners and says, hey, so hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we took it to our lawyer, and they said even with the identification agreement, it's, they're still, they brought up the fact that we are in an HOA, like a homeowners association, which are notoriously known for being very uh, sticklers about various things. As to not kind of like piss off neighbors in the in the neighborhood, but either way, they said you know our lawyer brought up the fact that like if we pissed our neighbors off, it could impede further development plans we have. So I think this is like you know an ongoing business for them, obviously, and they want to build more probably structures. I would imagine.
0: Yeah, I think that they're kind of using this as an opportunity to like build their projects here and then have people come rent them, test them, and then hopefully convert that to a sale later on down the road. Yeah, I I guess
1: for them, they kind of weighed the risks and benefits, and they were like, you know what. It would probably be okay, but all it takes is one neighbor complaining about us, and then our business gets, like, shut down, which is totally reasonable. And, yeah. I mean, we, we talked about this before, about how, like, we were – I was super disappointed because, like, I, we went the whole, whole way and rented the place under the guise that we'd be able to land the helicopter right in front of the – Well, when he said yes, frame.
0: we had, like, the entire video concept planned out, and, like, yeah. we had this whole, like – not like a short film, but this whole video plan that we were super pumped to make,
1: right? And yeah. then it was
0: like two days before, and they were like, "Yeah, we're not like, you know, we yeah." Can't it was like the, it, or it was the week whatever. before
1: that we, we were left. He's like, "Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen." Yeah, which kind of put us in a tailspin because we're like, "Okay, wait, hold on, we have to regroup now. Are we gonna just gonna drive? Yeah. Are we going to still
0: just fly to an airport, rent a car? Yeah, but like the near- airport's forty-five minutes away,
1: right? Yeah, and there's some smaller airfields around, but they don't have FBOs, uh, FBOs which are like the fixed base operators that basically." you can like have like rental cars and amenities prearranged. So Mm -hmm. they have to look out for themselves.
0: Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. And I
1: 100% get And we
0: also like, I think sometimes people say yes to us a lot with a helicopter. And so when you get a no, like it feels weird, but we also have to respect the fact that like, this is a weird and, awkward request (laughs) and there's a lot of unknowns and it's not like for us, it's like, yeah, we can land a helicopter pretty much wherever we want provided that the land is open enough and whatever. Um, And so we're used to off airport landings, but for somebody who, isn't really into helicopters. It doesn't know a lot about helicopters and uh, like landing on a land is like, is that allowed? Like, yeah. that's really scary. Or like what happens
1: how, if they have no concept for how safe or how dangerous this is. Exactly. Which and, I
0: respect a hundred percent. Yeah.
1: And like, cause I remember I was going back and forth with him and he was like, well, like this is, I, I estimate it's about this, this big, um, means like, I don't want you to like, you know, have to test your helicopter skills on, yeah. on, on this property kind of thing. And I was like, oh, fair enough. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's not so much like yeah, there's 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 a gradient of risk when you're doing off airport landings. But with that said, if you if you meet a, a minimum amount of like if you hit have a certain amount of land, yeah, like it's not really any different than just nailing, n- nailing a landing at an airport on like a little helipad, right?
0: The I f- I think like looking at the land here, you have way more space than even when you landed at New New York, whatever. Oh, landing
1: well, at downtown Manhattan was way more technically challenging than yeah, this would have been. It
0: was like probably a quarter of the size.
1: Yeah, and it, yeah, exactly. And you've got like a full chain link fence on one side.
0: Yeah, and other helicopters on the other side. Other
1: helicopters on the other side. And you've got... A and cro- wind. And a crosswind. coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ma- downtown Manhattan was way more difficult than what yeah. this would have been.
0: But again, like you go back and it's just like...
1: But you don't have... The, they don't have that frame of reference.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so I respect that. So anyway, we didn't get permission to land, which was totally fine. They're in their right to say no. Yeah. Um, so Chris does what Chris does. I was like, cool, there's an airport, 45 minutes. It's got to fbo we can probably hook a ride to the um rental car company which is like five minutes down the street we'll get a car we'll drive in we'll have the freedom to like roam around and whatever and he was like no i already on the internet looked up a dude who lives down the street i cold called him (laughs) who does that in 2021 you cold called somebody's number you found on the internet to ask if you could land your helicopter on their line. Yeah.
1: So I just like. Oh well. I okay. would never. Well, I know you would. I you, would never. You. You. The thought of call, not only the thought of calling somebody with your level of social anxiety, <laughs> but also like the worry, like I would never want to bother people because I hate it when people call me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's just
0: inconvenient. Like I don't know. I just like maybe I just respect people's time and I don't want to like inconvenience somebody and put somebody out, but I also don't want to feel like I owe somebody somebody something so it's just easier just to go to the airport and it you know time. what so
1: here, here's the secret is that anybody who would say yes and think that landing a helicopter on their property was cool, would be cool with it anybody who would be cool with that
0: gets a ride free would, ride would
1: probably also be pretty stoked about yeah. getting a helicopter ride as as like a compensation
0: so that's actually what ended up happening
1: <laughs> yeah so i went i went on google maps like i like you like you would just looked around the aerial no, photos. No, not like you would. It's like, okay. Nobody does that. Here's a... You. And so for the video...
0: Like, we just go on, you know, just like everybody does, you just go on Google Maps.
1: You Google, you look for a open place, you use the scale. You know, if I can find a place that's 50 by 100, I know it's definitely amenable to landing a helicopter. By at.
0: the way, this is not the first time that he's done this. He's cold called people to land other times, and we got the permission to land. He's cold called people to buy their property
1: to buy an island hey do
0: you have this you own this island can i buy it
1: and they said yes but, but <laughs> becky kiboshed it
0: it was four hours away we could
1: have had an island project what am i
0: supposed to do because i'm going to the cabin hang on i'm gonna drive four hours blow up me dinghy throw it out the <laughs> fucking trunk and row to the place yes you wanted a, a, yes. an island to build a helicopter yes you want an island to build a cabin that, that was, was only accessible by helicopter. how are you getting building materials in
1: sling loaded in or put yeah. It, or, yeah, you
0: know what he wanted to or do? Or blow your He's like, dinghy? Yeah, up. we're just we're just gonna go like land in the Home Depot parking lot and sling load it over the fucking town. Load You're up the dinghy. The you got to rent a barge. Look, by. I already, okay,
1: I already found the farm. Anyway, across, I kind of that shit. There was a f- farm on the shore side that would allow me to have the building supplies dropped off. I just sling it literally like fifty feet to the island. It would have been awesome. Anyway, anyway, it, it wouldn't have been as usable. Uh, as, it was as
0: far away as this place is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Because there's not many islands. Believe it or not, there's not many islands in, around Buffalo, New York. No,
0: there's not. In <laughs> fact, finding a waterfront property at all is impossible.
1: Unless you want to pay like a million dollars. Yeah. Which we do not.
0: No. Anyway,
1: so... <laughs> Fucking cheap. So I was going on the, on the aerial views and found... it's actually a... It was a business. It was a driving range slash beer garden that had a little ponds sort of off behind the beer garden area.
0: You were like, ooh, an aquascape lifestyle. I know, and I was like, kind okay, I could land
1: here. It's like, it was like 100 by, it was plenty of space and I could swing my tail rotor out over the water to minimize any like, because if, if, there, if there's a way to like put the tail rotor over water, I usually do just so that like nobody can therefore walk into it. That's what the number one ground accident is walking into a spinning tail rotor. Um, but then, so I, so I called up, I looked on, on the public land surveys, found the name um, of one of the owners and just called them. Just looked their name up, looked their number up in the white pages, called them, and said, "Hey, uh, odd request, but my wife and I are coming into town for a weekend. We rented an Airbnb, um, but we just need a place to park a small helicopter. Uh, I noticed on the aerial photos that you own this property here, uh, perfect landing space next to this pond. Could that? Would you be open to that?" And he said, uh, "Okay, well." uh i guess let me let me ask my brother he's a co-owner so but i don't see if probably if you you think it's enough space sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was like yes so she asked him and he like popped on the phone and we talked about it and he was like yeah okay and i was like i was he was like oh are you staying at like the resort because he owns a resort here uh and i was like oh no sorry we're like we're staying down at you know, an Airbnb or whatever. And he was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. You know, he still just like, come, just come spend some money at the resort or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, wait a second, like, is this like the beer guard? Is this like right next to a, the bar? He's like, yeah, like there are people here, like, that, you know, patron this place. So I was like, yeah. He's like, you're definitely going to be able to see the helicopter from where people hang out. And uh, he's like, you're definitely going to have people like going down and kind of like, oh, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, you know, picturing like people just like drinking and then their inhibitions are lowered and then they fuck with the helicopter. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to find another spot because I don't know if like that's. And he's like, "Well, I live like a couple doors down, and I have even a bigger spot in my backyard." And I'm like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Yeah," and it's funny because on four flight, they use older aerial photos. So he had actually recently excavated out his backyard. And so it was a lot bigger than what the aerial photo showed. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, yeah, here's where I live. Uh, and I looked on the newer Google Map photos, actually, and they showed. I was like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. And he's like, yeah, you can land here. And it's just it's on my private backyard away from here. No one can see it from anywhere. So I was like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> so flew in. And, uh, well, before we flew in, though, we were basically following the weather for, like, a week and a half, for, like, a week, basically. Yeah. So it was the week before. We, we made these plans probably about four days before the trip so a better part of a week we were following the weather Mm -hmm. and it was like for two weeks before that it was like what like bright sunny days
0: it was like forecasting to be sunny and like 30
1: 30 degrees celsius Celsius.
0: for the whole weekend and then like
1: which is like 90 fahrenheit
0: it was hot (laughs) and i was like cool i had all my stuff packed i was like got shorts the whitest clothes I could find. And then like a few days before I like looked at the forecast and it was like rain and seven Celsius, which is like 40 and rain and 17 Celsius, which is something, I don't know. 70 60 something. ish, 65 ish. And so I was like, Oh shit. And then when we looked at the weather closer, like the night before we left, It was like, oh, we have to leave at 6 a.m.
1: Well, it was, so the day before, I was like kind of like periodically checking the weather the day before. And it was like, okay, rain is going to start in Buffalo at, uh, I think it was saying at like 10 a.m. And then as the rain, it's going to be light drizzle. It's going to start light drizzle. The visibility is going to be still VFR, which is perfectly okay to fly in. But as the day goes on, the visibility is going to drop to marginal VFR. It's going to be a marginal VFR for the whole day. With weather minimums, um, helicopters generally are flying a lot lower to the ground. Um, So it's very few helicopter pilots are instrument rated. And even the helicopter pilots who are instrument rated generally aren't using it very often. (coughs) Right. Um, So long story short, even though you know, we're following the weather. We want to make sure I'm okay flying a marginal VFR just because like we can land anytime we want. It's a little bit less like with, with fixed wing. It's like, if you're a VFR pilot fixed wing, you're limited to airports. So you're very like, okay, once I take off, yeah, you're. I have to hit an airport before. So if I get into Harry, if the, if the weather deteriorates further, I don't have the option of just landing in that field right there and waiting weather out. Right. It's like you're once you make that go decision, you're, you're all gone. in.
0: Yeah. So, so like you have to be a little bit more cautious with fixed yeah. wing.
1: Like I think my my uncle Bob flies. He's a VFR fixed wing pilot. Doesn't he's not instrument rated. I'm pretty sure like he only flies VFR. Like marginal VFR, he doesn't mess with.
0: I wouldn't man if I was in a fixed wing. Yeah. Like okay, so literally the other day when we were on we were flying. So we scooted out before the weather hit and we were basically the weather was chasing us like right.
1: so the so it was we were flying west to east and the system was coming in from west to east. So we if you looked at the weather forecast for our our departure from Buffalo and compared it to our destination, it's like Buffalo, it was initially forecasting rain hitting starting at ten AM and then uh visibility sort of deteriorating a little bit later. Whereas in our destination, it was like the rain's going to hit in the afternoon and then the, the visibility is never going to deteriorate. So yeah. we had this like window in the beginning. I okay, if we leave in the early, if we leave in the morning, we should be able to get out before the system hits. But it kind of like, as we were like checking the day went on and into the night, we were checking in the evening and it was like, oh, it's going to hit earlier. And now the 10 a.m. R- rain is now going to hit at sunrise. Yeah. And the... VFR is going to tra- switch to marginal VFR at around, like, 8 a.m. So theoretically, we got to be up at sunrise to the airport and in the air before 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. just to kind of, like, give us the most buffer before the weather closes in. Right. So that was kind of – that was the, the 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 scenario.
0: Yeah, so we got out, and it was raining kind of while we were there, but it wasn't bad. Like, we could still see. It was still, yeah. like, VFR. But you could see, like, as we were going, it was, like – our flight pl- path was like going straight and then you could see off to our right. Like the rain was just kind of following us on the side.
1: Yeah. It was coming in from the South cause we're flying, we're flying East and then it was coming. There was this moderate precipitation kind of just South of us and we we're kind of like on the like fringe of it. So like we're getting like light drizzle at times, but it was never like, there was never any problem of visibility or anything like that. No.
0: So going back to like, you were talking about fixed wing, right? You're yeah. saying that your uncle only flies in VFR, so he's going airport to airport. This is why I'm so happy we have a helicopter. no shade to airplane pilots, but this is so this is what happened. We were flying and it was kinda raining and I was busting to take a piss. Like I was in <laughs> physical pain and I was like, I don't know what we're gonna do. And he said, Well, we can't divert to an airport because if I land shut down, you go pee, we're gonna get stuck because the weather was well, coming. Well, I'm not to say
1: we're gonna get stuck, but well, it was we one might of those things stuck. where it's like if you land here. And then it's like, well, for landing an airport, we might as well get fuel. And then you're going to go into the FBO. And then you know, it, it's
0: like a it's like a two minute piss break turns into like a ten to fifteen minute or saga. even twenty or
1: thirty minute thing, yeah. right?
0: And that like twenty, even like fifteen minutes is enough for the weather to move in and fuck you.
1: It, yeah, we're, we were right on the edge of that system that was that was slowly moving north. Right. But like as long as we could get past it, it would close off behind us. Right. And so our, our we we set up a destination to refuel sort of maybe just at maybe like, uh, I don't know, 80% through the full trip. Yeah. So if we could get to there, then we were in the clear and there was no issue with the rain.
0: Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'll hold my pee just because I don't want to get stuck somewhere. And we're
1: flying over the beautiful Finger Lakes it at this point. It was
0: gorgeous. And then like suddenly I was like, I cannot hold it. <laughs> this is an emergency at this point. I am going to <laughs> pee I mean, in it's my not an,
1: It's not an emergency. No, <laughs> it was an emergency
0: for my bladder because okay, I was like, right in pain so <laughs> i had these like portable urinals you guys probably heard me talk about these before i, I talked about them from cold island because i brought them and used one in the tent but i've never had to use one after that so You're i had this have like to go pee do we need to take a break
1: i mean we don't even have to take a break i can take this wireless go and just continue the conversation as i'm going to the bathroom
0: yeah except we're gonna hear your pee so i kind of feel like i'm gonna barf a little bit like i feel mm. a bit nauseous yeah right? yeah <laughs> Anyway, let me finish my story. Okay. So I had to pee real bad. So I have these portable urinals. It's like a plastic cup that goes around your downstairs, which is attached to a bag. Um, and so you pee in it. So
1: And the bag has like some sort of gel in it?
0: There's something in it that turns your pee to gel. Okay. So it's like it can't pour out. I'm getting like nauseous talking about this. Why? I don't know. It's just pee. So anyway, we he's like, all right. Everybody well, pees. He's like radios and he's like, we just got to no, no, So pee.
1: I told you. I was like, well, get your attachment out and just pee right here on the seat.
0: But like the way that it works, like I can't sit and pee this with is it. This like a because... true
1: male perspective on things. It's like, yeah. well, why can't you just pee sitting there? I could pee right now if I wanted to and yeah, not spill anything. You. <laughs>
0: Except for it, with the angle of the seat, if I was to put that there and pee, I would guarantee spill it all over the seat. New leather Like, no. yeah, it would be a mess. And so I wasn't willing to do that. So. Um, we set it down on this like sandbar next to water. No, it wasn't even a sandbar.
1: It was one of the, it was, it was like, what's it called? The Delta, the Delta of one of the lakes. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a wetland at the opening of a lake.
0: Yeah. So he he was like, okay, well we'll swing around here. Radio's in. He's like, I just need to set her down for like a second. So we sat down for a second. We're
1: we're, we're on something called flight following. So we're talking to air traffic control who are just following us along, giving us weather updates, traffic advisories. And then you always have somebody who's able to, like, you're able to talk to at any given moment if you have an issue. So we're with flight following. I can't just, like, land and not tell them because i disappear off their radar. And they'd be like, holy shit, where's 300 zero zero Whiskey yeah, Zulu? And if gone. I was outside, we're, we'd be in a valley, so they probably wouldn't be able to talk to us via radio. Then they send search and rescue out. Yeah, so just for like, a
0: pee break? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I was like, okay, uh, we've got to set it down for a second. Uh, we'll be back with you in, say, five minutes. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, so, so we set it down in this, like, where kind of wetland yeah.
1: and it's kind of a, so the the question that becomes, you know, is that allowed? And it's a bit of a gray area at this point, because I, I know that like, like in Canada, people don't own the water. Mm-hmm. Technically New York state owns the water. So, and then there's a buffer between bodies of water and then people's actual land. So this was technically in a wetland area that was probably part of the water, but it was solid enough ground. We could land on it. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I kind of took the approach of, If a tree falls in the forest doesn't make a sound. If a helicopter lands in the forest and nobody sees it,
0: did it really? Is it
1: really illegal? (laughs) Anyway, now we're telling everybody about it. But yeah,
0: okay. So anyway, so we set it down. He keeps it running because we were like, in and out. Let's go quick. So
1: throttle down to idle. Blades are still spinning. Becky pops out,
0: drop fucking trow down to my knees, grabs a urinal. I put my raincoat around me because there was like a house way in the distance. I was like, if anyone got binoculars, they're getting a full moon today. <laughs> so I put my raincoat down around me. You had
1: your raincoat. Like you were like a pervert with like a, trench yeah, coat. with like
0: basically no pants like a, on. Like
1: an exhibitionist. I could
0: have turned around and flashed everybody in my downstairs. <laughs> you under your trench coat, yeah. you
1: perv. So my pants were down <laughs> around
0: my knees. I didn't want to drop them too far. Took the urinal out of the bed. Well, door of the
1: helicopter still open. Door of the helicopter still <laughs> open. Blade's still spinning. Chris is
0: filming me like the fucking asshole. <laughs> Popped the urinal in. Got the coat around. And I can't piss. I'm busting to pee like in pain. And I had the worst stage fright of my life.
1: Why? So There's nobody there. There's nobody there. You're in the middle of nowhere.
0: I'm not used to standing and peeing. Like no, It's not, awkward. You're not used to like... I had to squat a little having bit. Having a
1: helicopter wait for you. Blade's and still spinning. And somebody watching
0: me and filming me while I'm peeing.
1: I mean, you didn't even need to use the urinal. You could just squat down. And- no, I
0: couldn't have because it says the guy who has a fucking penis. If a woman has, <laughs> try having a vagina. You have to drop your. I
1: tried. I tucked it in before. Yeah.
0: I? No, it's not the same thing. You're saying just squat. If you're, if you're a woman and you have the squat, you have to bring all of your pants down to your ankles. Uh-huh. You have you the squat. All that already? You did that already? No, I didn't. You don't understand. Oh, just,
1: you just brought them to your knees. I brought them okay. to my knees and my just mistake. got okay. put
0: my urinal in mm-hmm. between and I just had a light squat, light let's, bend let's, in the knees. Let's,
1: let's go to the crux of the issue here. No. You're you're, you're afraid to go put your pants in your knees because you're afraid a tick's going to crawl on your pants. Yes,
0: but you don't understand. If I was going to squat and pee, uh-huh. I have to drop all my pants to my ankles, mm-hmm. hold them all back, mm-hmm. squat completely down, and pee downhill.
1: You know what you need? You need one of them
0: portable urinals.
1: You need one of them uh, um, cardboard
0: wieners, car- cardboard penises, car-
1: portable portable Johns, portable John with female
0: attachment. <laughs>
1: That's so that's the urinal that you have, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No,
0: a portable john with female attachment is basically a, por- a plastic cup a with portable a portable dicky bird. Yeah. Okay, so that's not what I had. I didn't want to squat because I would literally have to like dig a trench so the okay. pee wouldn't pool around my legs, okay. and I'd have to hold my. You, you don't understand. Pee on my Having a vagina, vagina. Vagina. Is-
1: vagina! <laughs> I'm gonna call it that from
0: now on. Because <laughs> my vagina's name is Vagina. Mm-hmm. Having a vagina is difficult. So mm-hmm. anyway. I mean, I,
1: technically it's a vulva, but okay.
0: Whatever. Isn't it technically a urethra? Having a woman's urethra? A
1: female urethral pee? attachment? Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> Moving on. People okay. who hate toilet talk are like, this podcast sucks. <laughs> Zero stars. Idiots. So I'm there. I have to have a slight bend on my knees to actually make a pee. Mm-hmm. He starts making pee sounds. Okay, that's good. Psst, psst. Yeah, it's
1: working. Keep going. You couldn't. You Because it was work. like,
0: and you were like, oh,
1: filming me. The hand goes up. It's
0: like, oh, God. So finally, I start peeing. And I couldn't hear if I was still peeing or not, and there's wind blowing, so I had looked to see if I was still peeing. <laughs> you couldn't Tell if you're peeing. And I was. I felt like sure it wasn't. I wasn't was. I can tell if
1: I'm peeing. I
0: never thought about it. Yeah. Well, next time, run it. the helicopter. I always can
1: see it. And I always can hear it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I couldn't see it or hear it. So anyway, <laughs> thankfully, I have my little contraption I was in a little this, baggie. Popping
1: the door open because I, mean, I had like hearing you seeing you pee. I was like, oh, maybe I have to pee a little bit. I was like, eh, it's not there yet. So I was thinking about like just staying. I have to maintain control of the helicopter because the blades are still spinning
0: yeah you just needed a cup you could have unzipped your pants popped your ween out and i could have put a cup
1: <laughs> i could have. okay yeah. we're gonna move on from but i was thinking like if i open my door i could just do this
0: i don't think so just, like, i don't think you have side. as good control you try that sometimes and it's
1: i've never done it a- in the helicopter but i'm going to now challenge accepted
0: uh just <laughs> with the line. blade spinning no bad idea <laughs> i really feel nauseous um okay.
1: Because we're talking about this topic. I don't
0: know. So anyway, I had my like camper toilet it's the paper. It's a gel bag that and kind of made you feel. Yeah, that's. I just don't feel very good right now. Anyway, but so anyway, I peed gel bag, put it in my dog poop bag, which I got for barf bags. Brilliant. Yeah. And it
1: was a good idea. It was a great idea. It was a great
0: idea. And then we lifted off and continued, and I felt fantastic. Like a million bucks. I did. I was like, wow.
1: And it was smooth as glass the rest of the way. It was beautiful. It was and bumpy when we first took off in Buffalo. Yeah. And you were like, oh my god, what I get myself into. But it smoothed out. Yeah. It wasn't the worst turbulence we've ever been in. God, no.
0: And it was like overcast and like slightly drizzly. Light, light
1: chop, we'll call it.
0: Light chop, yeah, there, yeah. It was slightly drizzly, so everything looked really lush.
1: Yeah, it was nice.
0: Anyway, so we flew. We landed. Sealing 8,500 feet. Yeah. Great. We were flying at like 3,000, 4,000 feet.
1: Yeah, which is very high for us.
0: That's high for us. We usually fly at, like thousand, two thousand, five hundred.
1: Surface.
0: Surface. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we landed Get Fuel. We take off. And then we fly to this dude's house, because that's the whole point of the story. It wasn't about my pee and my urinal and how (laughs) to pee as a woman, which I had to look up on the internet before Cold Island, by the way. How to pee pee in the woods. How (laughs) does a woman pee in the woods? And they're like, step one, take out your toilet shovel and shovel down.
1: Toilet shovel?
0: Yes. So It's like for
1: dudes, like step one, take your penis out. Yeah,
0: but when you camp in the woods, you you have a- Step two, urinate. Step
1: three, profit. (laughs) <laughs> the
0: like when you camp in the woods you bring a toilet shovel and you dig a hole and shit in it and then you bury it when you pee in the woods as a woman you take your shovel and you either dig a hole to pee in or you make sure that you're on a, a, a slope and you're peeing down slope. Mm, interesting because you pee outwards we pee downwards so we had to pee down a hill mm-hmm. did you notice in when i peed sorry when we were in arizona and we did that jet ski trip mm. and i said i had to go pee and i went yeah, on the went on back the of the hill yeah that's why we had to, to Google it. Anyway, so we, we fly in here and we 21 land.
1: 21 minutes of this podcast is, is about P-talk. peeing. Yeah.
0: We haven't even got to the actual fucking story. So we land at this dude's house. We, um,
1: it was, it was, uh, we kind of got like a, a, a high and low reconnaissance of the area. We found the Airbnb, which is great. Yeah. And of course the field was like bigger than anything we've ever mm-hmm. seen before for off airports. Yeah. It would have been so good.
0: Yeah. It literally. was like. With the helicopter outside the A-frame, get yeah. a cool shot. Like anyway. It was way
1: bigger than even our backyard.
0: Yeah. So we landed in this dude's backyard. We shut her down. Dude came up and he was like, cool, like super nice. Yeah. And he was like, well, you got a lot of stuff there. So why don't you, I'll go grab my car, put all your stuff in my car and we'll bring it up to the Airbnb.
1: Yeah. Cause I was like, we're just going to call a taxi and get a taxi to bring us up. But it was like two, literally was a like two, two minute drive. Yeah. Cause it was their neighbors basically Yeah. on big plots of land. So He's like, oh, you know, you got a lot of stuff. It's, it, yeah, it's only up the street, but it's uphill, and you're gonna be hauling a lot of stuff. So like, well, we're gonna call a taxi. Oh, don't be silly, don't call a taxi here. I'll drive you. I was like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. And then so he basically just, lo- we just loaded all our stuff in the back of his of his SUV. Yeah. And he drove us up and just put it in. In the, the cabin. In the cabin. It was okay. great.
0: But then. You asked him if you want to go for a flight. Oh yeah,
1: and and he because he's talking and I was like, Oh, we totally owe you a helicopter right now And he's like, Well, you know, I was uh, telling my buddies that a helicopter is gonna be landing in the yard and I thought how cool it'd be to like land at the country club that I go to, like play golf at and like just you know, have a beer and then just like fly out. Yeah. I was like, You wanna make that? that? I was like, you wanna make that happen? And he's like, Yeah <laughs> So he's like okay he's like I was like, all right, well, I was like what do you want to do he's like oh I, I don't know i was like all right why don't we just drop our stuff off and go back do it down now and do it right now yeah. he's like they were
0: all vaccinated we were vaccinated so yeah it worked yeah, out yeah. it worked out
1: well so <laughs> we drive back to his place again like literally two minutes down the street and uh we pile in we he, he shows me the on the aerial photos like where the golf course was like where the proposed landing site was Again, it was like it was like a little soccer field. so It was like even bigger than.
0: Yeah, it was great. Great even, spot. Yeah,
1: even bigger than... I f we filmed it, you know.
0: Yeah, whatever. Sometimes you don't need to film everything. No, something, we don't. Yeah. Something that like we need to do more of, like, is sometimes we just need to experience things and we don't have to document. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's
1: true. Yeah. Um. But anyway, we just landed in this little area, and uh, he hopped out, went down, had a beer with his buddies. We kind of just like walked around, looked at the grounds, and you know, check the golf course out, and. He came out when he was done his beer his one beer. And <laughs> then we yeah. flew back to his house. Yeah. It was like a five minute flight each way.
0: Yeah, we kind of just went up around the hill a little bit. And oh yeah,
1: yeah. We get to like kinda like kind of do some bridge surfing. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was cool. And then we landed and they were stoked. And then he was like, Well, how I don't know how you're gonna get around. So uh here Take my truck for yeah. the weekend. <laughs> so he gave us his truck for the weekend. He's like, yeah, I got a
1: spare truck here. You can use. I'm not using it. He's like, it's just a beater. I use it for work. It's yeah. Just, he's like a shit It's like but a 2002 can... Pathfinder. It's like, yeah. You know, it's really disgusting inside. But if you want it, you can take it. Yeah. And we're like, uh, yes. I was like, yeah, that solves the problem of us having to figure out how we're getting back to your house with all our stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't want to call him up and be like
0: yeah hey, hey can you drive us back not like we could have anyway because there's no cell phone reception it, correct
1: there. there's no cell phone reception which here. brings
0: us back to the beginning at the beginning because i was like when he wanted to fly to this guy's house and take a cab i was like how are we going to get a cab back because like it the the airbnb says it's off grid i don't think there's cell reception you're like i checked the map there's 5g I I, there's no 5g the map is wrong the ma- the your, your face is wrong the map anyway, right. so it couldn't have worked out more perfectly. I, we're not picky, like whatever. No, not at we all. got wheels to bring us up to the cabin.
1: Oh yeah, 100%. perfect.
0: We're not complaining.
1: Yeah, check engine lights on. I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah,
0: I got to pet a dog, so that was great, Georgie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Anyway, so that's kind of our story how we got here. It was hilarious. And so last night, this podcast is now forty five minutes. I will probably okay. cut out some of my peeing, but um, no, they leave, were also all the they were out. also cool with whatever length. They said like shorter is good if it's sustainable. Whatever works right, for us. So there we go. Anyway, so last night, we came up, and we're staying here for two nights, so we decided to do A-frame one night, because we wanted to get the experience and how it felt. The A-frame doesn't have power or heat. It has just cots, and i never slept on a cot before. Spoiler alert, not fun. <laughs> but I wanted to experience that, because as we move forward with our cabin build and our planning, we want to figure out how we're going to be sleeping. And Yeah, what if works, what doesn't work. What works and what doesn't work, and do cots work? Is that a good solution, or do we really need to figure out how we can power this place and get heat and so we can actually put real furniture in there so it doesn't like get rotty and full of yeah, bugs. Yeah, keep it and climate controlled. Exactly. So anyway, so we slept there the last night. It's been pissing since we got, basically, we landed, came up to the cabinet, started raining, which was perfect timing. But um, so we stayed in the A-frame last so night. It's
1: been raining for almost 24 hours.
0: Yeah, I think it's stopped now. It's starting now. to clear up now. Yeah. So uh, what was it like sleeping in the A-frame, Chris?
1: Oh my God. <laughs> so first of all, the cots had basically one, like, what is it, Sherpa blanket?
0: Yeah. Also, this is no shade to the Airbnb house. Like, this is how these cabins are, like, they have different levels of cabins. Like, right. ones, they can be on-grid, off-grid, and this was, like, an off-grid, basically, like, glorified tent.
1: Like, right. It's glamping. an alternative to a tent. It's, like, ramping, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And
0: so, and we knew this going in. Like, it's shown in the pictures. So, I actually brought my little air pad that I brought on Cold Island because I figured it probably wouldn't be the most comfortable.
1: It's like a mini air mattress. Mat. Ma-
0: mini air mattress. Yeah, yeah, like you'd use for backpacking.
1: I, however, did not because I was like, whatever, it's fine. And so, they had a pillow there, though. And so, in this little blanket. But Becky got us these little camp ponchos.
0: Oh, my God. They're amazing. So they're
1: basically like a hooded cape.
0: They're like a <laughs> quilted blanket, but like thin with a hood and a snap yeah. for a cape.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I had that. Had my puffy coat and then had a hoodie and then... That was it.
0: Yeah. So when we went in there last night, it was really cozy cause we had this like little lamp mm-hmm. and it was warm in there. Like it wasn't freezing. But I guess like with the temperature dropping overnight and like obviously when you sleep, I think your body temperature drops. I always find I'm colder when I'm sleeping.
1: Yeah, I get really sensitive to cold when I'm sleeping too. Yeah. me I mean, too. just normal.
0: Yeah. So what while the vibe and it was like super cozy, we just didn't have enough blankets. I think if we had our sleeping bags that we brought on Cold Island, we would have been perfect.
1: Definitely. Just like
0: in a little mummy cocoon. Cause like the camp wraps were great because they kind of acted like a quilted blanket, but it just wasn't enough. And
1: uh, And those little sherbet blankets were warm. They
0: were cozy. But yeah. like
1: They were, like, the two widths of me, so I, like, folded it over into, like, and made myself a little taco. But I had to be, like, this. And if I moved it all, like, my knees would pop out, and then they'd get get all, like, sideways. and So I found, like, I was waking up every couple hours having to restitch my blankets because I was, like, freezing.
0: Yeah, that's what I found, too. I was kind of hoping, like, that, like, last time we did a tent sleepover, I was waking up every like hour big be-
1: sleepover because
0: yeah we did we slept in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I was waking up every hour because I was hearing stuff in the woods and yeah. we were in a tent. I felt really like vulnerable to um predators. But last <laughs> night we were inside predators a,
1: in your backyard. Yeah.
0: Woodchuck.
1: <laughs> woodchuck.
0: Deer. The woodchuck's more killer in the night, you don't know. <laughs> anyway, so um so I felt protected in the little cocoon. You, it was pouring, but you couldn't really hear the rain because it the pitch of the roof.
1: Yeah, it's a very steep pitch.
0: And it was like really quiet. Like you couldn't hear anything. But so I was like, oh, this is
1: probably gonna be good. It was relaxing. It was relaxing. The soundscapes were relaxing.
0: Yeah, and the way like this glowed just in the thing. But the bed situation was uncomfortable. So I was waking up because I my bed wasn't comfortable and I was cold. Mm. And I think it would have been perfect. I think the experience would have been completely different had we had our sleeping bags. So I kind of regret not bringing them. But if we come back up here... Definitely be, and we, if we had to sleep out there again.
1: Yeah. Sleeping bags would be key. Yeah. So anyway. At like 630 in the morning. Oh God. We woke up and I was like, I can't take this anymore. We yeah. We gotta go back to the main cabin.
0: Well, I knew you were cold because you were completely covered head to toe
1: <laughs> and <laughs> you, you were shifting.
0: And, yeah. I took a video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're shifting around, which you normally don't. You're usually either dead to the world or fighting in your sleep. So, <laughs> and you were shifting and moving and I was like, he's not comfortable. I could tell. But like, not you fighting. Went, you weren't fighting, no. Okay,
1: all right. That's
0: how I know you're in a real deep sleep when you're fighting. <laughs> so I was cold. I remember actually, like I went, to, we went to bed at like nine thirty, and I woke up and I was like, "Oh, I hope it's like halfway through the night because I'm really cold and I want to go to the cabin, but he's asleep." And I looked, it was ten thirty p.m. Yeah, like, <laughs> like one hour after we went bed to bed. One hour, yeah. I was like, "Shit." Anyway, yeah, it was like five o'clock, and I turned over and I was like, "One more hour till the sun's up. We'll film it." just to have the full experience to see what it's like to wake up in here light. And then anyway, six o'clock came and I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And you were stirring. So I was like, let's go. So we packed everything up and we came over here and got in the bed. Cause there's a real bed in here and this one is climate controlled. And so there's a full bed with mm. big fluffy blanket and pillows. And we climbed in there and we would sleep till like nine 30. was very cozy. There's nothing better after you have a shitty ass sleep than coming back and having a nap.
1: Definitely. I, you,
0: we sat on the couch this morning and you said, you know, I feel like after sleeping over to somebody's house.
1: Yeah. Like when I was a kid and you go on like these like tent sleepovers where you like don't really sleep. You're up all night. You're up
0: till like four o'clock in the morning watching <clears throat> Sex with Sue on the TV. Cause I
1: did not watch that. We were actually sucking air in our holes and frettering on demand.
0: Boys versus girls. <laughs> That's
1: what you guys did. That's incredible. I can still do that. It's my hidden talent.
0: Yeah. We used to like just hang out, watch movies and then Sex with Sue would come on at like three o'clock in the morning. And we'd watch her. <laughs> and then it would be like we'd sleep for an hour and then be like
1: uh, yeah. dead but you're tired you had an uncomfortable night's sleep and your whole body aches yeah that's yeah. how I felt this morning
0: yeah me too but you know what it is really cool I'm learning a lot about what a cabin needs like hooks like that's so, such a weird obscure thing but like there's no hooks in this place
1: yeah and plenty of hooks it's like plenty of for hooks, all your yeah. coats your hoodies your towels for your ba- in the bath like hooks are Something you take for granted.
0: Yeah. And especially in a small space, I feel like if you don't have cabinetry or a closet, like hooks is, you need hooks for sure. Mm. So I think that's something like we're definitely taking note of. Um, they have a really interesting toilet here that I've never seen. Cause I've been doing research for the <laughs> last like year since we started, we've been looking for a cabin lamp for a year, by the way, um, pretty much since the pandemic hit. We've been looking for land. Even
1: before that. Even
0: before that. But, but
1: when the pandemic hit, we're like, okay, we need new things to happen now because like, yeah. we don't know how long stuff's going to be shut down for. Yeah. We don't know how long we're not going to be able to travel. So, we like,
0: wanted to make our own vacation destination. Right. Yeah, But we'll tell you guys way more details about like the cabin and the stories that went along with that late later because that's like a longer term project we're trying to finish our home reno and then maybe build this a-frame cabin and then probably finish off the home reno and just kind of dabble in it but when it comes time to like because we haven't closed on the land yet oh no battery anyway so what was he saying oh yeah so there's like a really interesting toilet in here because i've been doing some research for the last year was oh, that what we're talking about we're talking yeah. about the cabin oh yeah so we'll share some more information on the cabin when like the time comes after we've closed because we're We've been in the process of trying to close on this property for like a while. A while. So once we get closer to that, we'll talk more about it on the podcast. And then, of course, you'll see the whole series on YouTube of us building it. But so I've been researching toilets and looking at like composting toilets and like looking at what people are doing like. For van life and stuff. And it gets complicated when you're off the grid because, like, se- how do you do-, do you do septic or is there other options? And if you don't have power, like, how does that all work? And so, the- in here, they have this like marine toilet. It's like a dry flush toilet. So, you basically shit in a tinfoil sack. And when you flush, it like twists it up and puts it in its own thing and then puts a new tinfoil sack in there. And so you just pee and it kind of keeps like all your things. It's like a
1: tinfoil butthole.
0: Yeah. It's like a tinfoil butthole. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's it's crazy.
0: I've never seen anything like that. And so I just, I had one bar reception for a second. So I Googled it and it was like, wow, like it, you, you have 17 flushes and it keeps all your duty and stuff like separated (laughs) and it don't smell. And then when you change them, like, you just take the top off and, like, turn the thing. And then there's another bag that goes outside. And then you just, like, bag it up and tie it off. And like and you just don't, throw it away. And throw it away. You don't see it. You don't smell it. And apparently, landfills, like, you're allowed to put poopy in the landfill because kids' diapers and adult diapers, what else are you supposed to do with them? So mm-hmm. they're allowed to go in the landfill. So this is okay to go into the landfill.
1: There you
0: go. So I was like, this is a perfect solution. As long as we have power, we can have a toilet like that. I don't know how they have the rest of the water stuff hooked up here. I don't know if they have a gray water tank or something, but...
1: Yeah, we'll figure all that out.
0: But anyway, it's this is what I'm talking about. Like, things that you really... Because I was like, oh, we'll do a compost toilet. That would be the best thing. How how does that work in the wintertime when it's freezing? And so this is kind of like, oh, wait, this is better. So this is kind of what we're talking about when we're going back to, like, at the beginning of this episode. when We were talking about, like, staying and seeing places physically yep. and being able to touch stuff, like had we not used this toilet and seen it, I don't know if we would have considered that as an option. Mm-hmm. So over the next few months, as we're dabbling back into travel, hopefully we can stay in a couple of different places that are similar to this and continue to get ideas. Cause we got so many ideas just from being here for like 24 hours. Yep. So I'm excited to do more stuff.
1: Yeah. It's been a fun trip. All things considered. Yeah. Maybe we made the most of it.
0: We did smoke the cabin up this morning, trying to light a fire in the Fireplace.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Something about the it got really smoky. I don't know if there was enough airflow.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There's no instructions with the Airbnb.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a. <laughs> so we just closed the door and like let it do its thing and extinguished it.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of stinky.
1: All right, should we end it here?
0: Yeah. So thank you guys again for the feedback, and also we're gonna, like I said, be starting that open mic segment. So if you want to send us, like, keep it like super quick, like tell us your name or where you're from, or don't, and just say you know hello, or tell us something funny, a funny story, or just tell us something about yourself, or just say hi.
1: Whatever you want to do, open mic.
0: Open what? Open mic, and then we might play on the podcast in our new segment. So. All right. uh, Thank you for the feedback. Thanks for listening, and. How do we end the podcast? See you guys next time. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Bye.